Well, hello there. Time again for the Florida Roundtable. I am Melissa Fox, and on this week's episode, we'll be discussing concussions and a brain injury service kit that can help you and your children out. Sickle cell anemia still out there. We need more blood donations from communities of color. We'll be discussing that as well as human trafficking. The Lifeboat Project is here to help. It's a very, very important topic. And we'll also be spending a few minutes talking about the research and game-changing breakthroughs for lung cancer. Yeah. And National Crime Prevention Council and the U.S. Patent and Trademark Office are going to educate your younger generation on how to be dupe detectives. All coming up on this week's episode of the Florida Roundtable. Stay right here. It's the Florida Talk and Entertainment Network. Airlines have just reduced their prices even more. Book 30 days in advance and save big. Want the absolute lowest prices on your airline tickets? Then call the low-cost airlines travel hotline right now. For prices so low, we can publish them anywhere. The only way to access our low rates and save up to 70% is to call. Save hundreds on your vacation tickets by calling right now. You can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your your airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go and pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at Low Cost Airlines. 802-341-4542-802-341-4542-802-341-4542. That's 802-341-4542. There's an old expression, everyone you meet is fighting a great battle you know nothing about. That's especially true right now because we're facing a variety of challenges never experienced in our lifetime. So what can we do? Well, there's nothing like hearing an encouraging word from someone. It's wind in our sails. To encourage means to provide support to help someone keep going. It's more than just a casual, off-the-cuff, kind word. It's a decision to love them, to reach out to them, to show you care. The Bible teaches us that encouragement isn't optional, but a command. Encourage one another and build one another up. In a world where so many use words to discourage, let's choose to encourage. It's easy to tear a person down, but God wants us to build them up, to give people courage for living. This is Bryant Wright, hoping to encourage you today, speaking right from my heart. For more on this and other topics, visit rightfromtheheart.org. Thank you. We've got Jacqueline Paz on the line. She's a pediatric concussion expert, brain injury expert. And, you know, as students return to school and sports get underway here in Florida, as well as around the country, nonprofit brain injury services want parents, kids, and coaches to know just one thing. If you think there's a concussion, stop and get evaluated. With that in mind, let's please welcome Jacqueline Paz. Hey, welcome to the roundtable. Thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate you spending time talking about this this morning. Well, it's important, you know. Uh, can you explain to us, first of all, what might happen if a school athlete suffers a concussion? Yeah, absolutely. So statistically, we know two out of 10 high school athletes are going to suffer a concussion this year. Um, and that's throughout all kinds of sports. So that typically, you know, is going to look like them just 
kind of running into somebody, getting a ball hit or a bat hit to the head. Um, and it can have a long lasting symptoms. Uh, immediately it can look like lethargy, kind of some dizziness, fatigue, sensitivity type, migraines. Those are all kind of hallmark symptoms to look out for. Oh, my goodness. Now, um, do you, you encourage kids, though, adults, parents, to let their kids play in school sports, but we have to be careful, correct? Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. We definitely encourage such an important role in child. Um, but, yes, yeah, just kind of being aware about your surroundings and always taking the proper precautions, like wearing a helmet, staying hydrated. If you think that you do have a concussion, please go see your doctor, your medical provider to get evaluated and take the proper rest. Because we do know that if you're too quick to return to play, you're more likely to get a second concussion and worsen those symptoms. Oh, yeah. So none of this just rub dirt in it and shake it off stuff, huh? Right. <laughs> Right. I know that that's that's a treatment of the past, right? You'll be get back in it. But actually, that can be very detrimental to a lot of young athletes and developing brains. So really just making sure that there's the proper rest and recovery time is is really, really critical. You know, it's estimated that two out of every 10 high school athletes will suffer a concussion. And these young adult brains, we're not for fully formed until sometime in our early 20s if you can always correct me if i'm wrong i just do radio um but <laughs> no absolutely you hit the nail on the head on that one that prefrontal cortex that front of the brain is still developing um into the early 20s mm. so what's this free concussion tool kit from brain injury services yeah, absolutely. So that's available on our website, Brain Injury SVCS. Um, and we have, it's kind of this heads up tips on concussion. It's a printout. So, you know, let's say you're listening to this and then a couple months down the road, you actually need some of this information. You can print it out, go to our website, Brain Injury SVCS. Org. We have a concussion awareness landing page. You click on that. You can find our toolkit um, that has some of these heads-up tips. So it's just a printout. You can put it in your kitchen, refrigerator, locker room, classroom, what have you. And it's just going to go through, like, some of the things to look for uh, to just be a little bit more aware about some of these symptoms, what we can do to kind of prevent that. Or if you have suffered a concussion, what are some accommodations that you might want to ask your school to make for your child to put them in a better position to thrive? Now, we always think about football as being the, the, the major cause of concussions, but frankly, I could be riding down the, the street and fall off my bicycle or scooter and boop, there we are. So it's not just a, it's not just sports, right? You know, it's, it's something. That no, we... 5 million people across America get a concussion every single year. Five million people. That's a lot. That is a lot of people. Um, and it can happen just like doing anything. Ah, Jacqueline, you're cutting in and out on me, so I'm going to have to wrap this up quickly. Can you give us, a, again, where we can get the Brain Injury Services Free Concussion Toolkit? Absolutely. So that's at braininjurysvcs.org. And you're going to find that on our concussion awareness landing page. We have a bunch of great information there. We have a new concussion um, podcast starring the, our, a former NFL player who happens to be a board member of our organization and the NFL doctor on concussions. Wow. Cool stuff. Hey, Jacqueline Paz, thank you so much for helping us out here today on the Florida Roundtable. Thank you so much for your time. I really appreciate it. That's going to work. I got to move along and you've been awesome. Thank you so much.
Thank you so much. I appreciate your time. Life can be full of risks. One thing you shouldn't take a risk with ever is your family's health insurance. If you're self-employed or you now need affordable health insurance, you need to make this free call right now and see how the Health Insurance Helpline can help you get it. 800-398-0651-800-398-0651-800-398-0651. That's 800-398-0651. Driving a truck or bus is a very demanding job. It can keep you on the road for long periods and at night, which can affect your sleep quality. Sleep loss or fatigue can cause symptoms similar to impaired driving. Get enough sleep before you drive. Be aware of signs of fatigue, such as frequent yawning, heavy eyes, or blurred vision. Don't keep on trucking when you're tired. Take a break. Don't drive drowsy. For information, visit flhsmv.gov. Brought to you by the Florida Highway Patrol, Office of Commercial Vehicle Enforcement. Hello. I'm Hector Elizondo, Emmy Award-winning actor, and I want to talk to you about getting older. My body hurts, my joints ache, and sometimes I forget. I forget that doing all your own scenes for a movie isn't always the best decision, especially when you're galloping side saddle down a countryside road on a horse named Archie Bello, who seems to have only one speed, high. And pulling on his reins only seems to encourage him to go even faster. So, of course, my body hurts and my joints ache, but it's not because of my age. It's because I'm living my life. Oh, Archie Bello! Don't let life pass you by. Take care of your brain health. It may just help you stay on top of your game. As soon as this scene wraps, I'm going to kiss the ground, thank Archie Bello for his outstanding performance, feed him a carrot, and visit brainhealth.gov. Find out how you can make the most of your brain as you age at brainhealth.gov. Welcome back to the Florida Roundtable. It's Melissa Fox at Gilbert with us now. And we're talking about the Lifeboat Project. Oh, man, it has to do with survivors of human trafficking. And with that in mind, I'd like to bring in the director. And that would be Ed Gilbert of the Lifeboat Project. Thanks for joining us today on the Florida Roundtable. First and foremost, how did you get involved with the Lifeboat Project? Wow, that's a that's a million-dollar question. I've been in the charity world for about 13 years, Melissa, and I spent 10 years at Advent Health on their executive board. At the conclusion of that 10-year run, I went out and interviewed a bunch of charitable organizations to see where I could be the most beneficial, and one of those was the Lifeboat Project. They were involved or still involved in human trafficking, and I just thought the cause was incredible to me. And they were a small, fledgling organization, and I felt the other organizations that I interviewed wouldn't miss me if I didn't go on their board and raise money. And I thought this organization had such a great cause, and it's so prolific in Central Florida and throughout the state of Florida that I could make a difference. So I joined them in May of 2019, and, and got an education of how awful it is here in Central Florida and started digging into how prolific it is all over the world. And as you probably may not know, Central Florida, the greater Orlando area, is the third worst location for human trafficking. And, and what was a dichotomy for me, because I've been in the travel business my whole life, 
bringing people into Florida. And here I am now trying to protect those people from being trafficked, not only those that are visiting Florida, but those that actually live here. Because people have this idea that, you know, it's the immigrants coming in from across the border and and it's not Americans. But interesting, Melissa, 80 percent of the people that are trafficked in the United States and in Florida are Americans. They're not foreigners. They're not immigrants. It could be your next-door neighbor's child, grandchild. So it's a terrible, terrible thing that's happening here, and it's growing at a rate of about 20% a year. So I decided just to dig in and help any way that I could because I had a lot of community contacts and corporate contacts, and I said, you know what, I'm going to fight this cause, and it, it just dug at my heart, and the stories would just make your hair curl and it would stand up on your arms, your hair, and it's just awful. Mm. It sounds horrible, but I I would like to have my hair curled for a second just to give people the idea of what really happens with regards to human trafficking. Well, let me give you a couple of stories, and obviously I can't mention names. That's fine. But here's one example, because now we're dealing with families with kids. So Here's one child going to a faith-based school, and she she befriends uh, uh, her best friend, supposedly, and she's supposed to meet her best friend at a convenience store. So this child, 14 years old, walks towards the convenience store um, because she's supposed to meet another friend there, and she's kidnapped. She is bag is put over her head and she's pushed into an automobile and off she goes. And for the next week, she is beaten. She is abused. She is tied up. She is raped. Um, there are cigarette burns in her skin. Um, she is choked. Um, think about a 14 year old that has now moved around the state every night, something different from a gang. This is a gang activity. And if this were your 14-year-old daughter, can you imagine what is going through your mind as a parent? So the parent goes to the police, and the police do an all-out effort, and the mother says, you know what, I'm going to try to find my daughter as well. So the mother is going from place to place, and interestingly, the mother finds the daughter in a basement of a vacant building, naked, abused. Um, The police were with her at the time, and the trauma that goes through a victim is once, once a child is trafficked, with that kind of abuse and being raped over and over and over and over again, it stops functioning at that age. So think about everything the child goes through. That child's brain stops at 14 years of age. So now let's fast forward three years. This child's going through therapy, 14 years of age. And at 17, This 17-year-old is still thinking like a 14-year-old, and she's in a mall. 
And this gang finds her again in the mall. And they lure her away, gone a second time. And she's now gone for seven months. And she's now raped 20 times times seven, 140 times. The child can no longer have kids. Her insides have been destroyed. But she's still thinking like a 14-year-old. And she has fallen in love with this trafficker who tells her how beautiful she is and how much she loves her. And the only way she can repay this trafficker is to sleep with all these guys. And the only reason we were able to find her this time was the trafficker who had broken out of prison in Atlanta uh, was finally discovered and went back to jail and the um, the guy that was discovered and went back to jail, his parents wanted nothing to do with her. Um, they owned a strip club. The mother was a trafficker. So they threw her out of the house, and she called a 911 line where she was on the list of missing children. And that's how we found her a second time. And if you had interviewed her, she's still in love with the trafficker. Oh, dear. So now the mother and daughter and sibling are were living with us for over the last year, all in therapy. And you can't even imagine the dynamics of a mother who has a daughter who has been kidnapped and lured away twice within a three-year period, who is thinking like a 14-year-old, but is developed like a 17-year-old and has to sit in family therapy hearing the stories about her daughter. And you can't even imagine what the mother is going through with the guilt, (coughs) excuse me, the guilt and the dynamics of listening to her daughter's stories. It is mind-boggling. It truly is. We're talking with Ed Gilbert from the Lifeboat Project, lifeboatproject.org, if you'd like to help out. And as you can tell... The mission is pretty obvious, but at this point, now we're talking about this gal who's been trafficked not once, but twice. Here's what happens with us, because we are one of a few uh, in Central Florida that offer what's called wraparound services. So we interview them to make sure they understand the program and they sit within the parameters of the program. And we offer free housing, free food, free clothing, We pay for their mental health uh, counseling sessions. Uh, And obviously, many of these will will be in counseling for the rest of their life. This just doesn't go away within a year or two years because we have some what we call residential patients that live out in the community and work but still utilize us for their mental health counseling. So we offer all the services to try to get these people back to some stability, certainly, and, and there's no time frame, really. We, we try to take them in, at least for the first year, for free. And every case is different, certainly, because now this the case I was telling you about, the mother, the daughter, and the sibling have now moved out. They are in their own house. The mother works. Uh, the daughter is about, or just graduated high school with, the GED program. 
And what's interesting about that particular family, the mother was also trafficked, which makes it more tragic. And the youngest child, the six-year-old, had been raped by an eight-year-old cousin. So you can only imagine what goes through that family dynamic. Um, thank God the mother is working. The daughter has her GED, but, but obviously everybody is in counseling. And, and so here's another story, which, which really is, has somewhat of a happy ending. Uh, and this just happened about a month or six weeks ago. Um, a mother and child came to us. The mother um, and daughter, 11-year-old daughter, had been living in their car for 18 months, homeless, mother and daughter. <clears throat> the mother had been trafficked by relatives, believe it or not. This happens a lot also, and a lot of abuse within family units. So the mother gets a job at a grocery chain that you would know of mm -hmm. in Central Florida. Sure. And um, and as soon as she got her first paycheck, she checks into a hotel. So the mother and daughter finally have a place at least to bathe and have a bed and so on. And the third day, I believe it was the third day, um, after being in the hotel, the mother's working in a department. And the trafficker comes in to the grocery store. And you can imagine the trauma that the this young lady um, went through uh, because of seeing her trafficker. Mm -hmm. The store manager took it upon herself to call around to human trafficking organizations to see who could help this young lady. And one of those calls was made to us. So the young lady and her daughter came to our facility, the Lifeboat Project, and was interviewed, and we took them in. And we bought them clothes. Um, obviously, we filled up their pantry. We put them into a two-bedroom unit. Uh, and, and if you could read the texts we got from this woman, it, it would make you cry because it's the first time she has felt safe in years and loved um, and now going through therapy. Um, and it's heartwarming because the store manager, who had no real skin in the game particularly, took it upon herself to help the employee, which is phenomenal. And um, hey, Ed do, gonna... do, Ed, do me a favor. Hold on. Let's sure. leave a cliffhanger here. We're going to take a quick break on the Florida Roundtable, okay. and we'll be right back. How is your car payment treating you? What if I told you you could make a free phone call right now and reduce your car payment by as much as $83 a month? Look at your car payment closely. You could be paying as high as 20% interest. Rate Genius can help you reduce your car payments by reducing your interest rate to as low as 2.48% APR. We can refinance most existing car loans or leased cars, new or used, and save you money every month. Put more money back in your pocket the call is free to find out how low we can lower your car payment. Five minutes of your time right now could save you hundreds of dollars a year. 
Call Rate Genius now. 800-811-7913. 800-811-7913. That's 800-811-7913. Not all applicants qualify for a loan or rate savings. Actual offer terms, including APR, are determined at the time of your application based on creditworthiness, value of the vehicle, loan term, and other factors. Hi, I'm Johnny Erickson Tata. Growing up with a brother with autism, Sarah Kronk witnessed firsthand how kids with disabilities felt left out by their peers. It's why at the age of 15, Sarah approached her cheerleading coach with an idea to include girls with disabilities on her school's cheer team. Well, what started out as an inclusive high school cheer team in a small town in Iowa has led to what is now known as Sparkle Effect, a thriving nonprofit with over 180 cheer teams across the United States, bringing students with and without disabilities together through cheerleading. The result? More confidence, higher grades, and better school attendance for kids with disabilities. And for those without a disability, new friends and a greater empathy. You wanna learn more? Well, visit disabilitycampaign.org, where we have posted a link to the fabulous work known as the Sparkle Effect. We're here early before they wake up. We stay late. We stay informed. We invest in the latest technology. We take the time to train the next generation of doctors and nurses. We work together to make sure we heal their bodies and their minds. We do this not because it's our job, but because this is about our veterans' lives. This is our mission. More than 300,000 of us working as one, together with families and loved ones. No matter where they live in this country, we'll be there. We all come together and stand together to serve our veterans. We stand strong, united. Stand with us in caring for our veterans. Imagine. Imagine being denied an apartment because of your religion, or your race, or because you have children, or a disability. It's so wrong. Yes, but who has the power to stop this? You do. Each of us has the power. The law is on your side. It's illegal for landlords to discriminate because of race, color, religion, sex, national origin, disability, or familial status. If you suspect that you have experienced housing discrimination, File a complaint with HUD immediately so we can investigate it. Fair housing is your right. Use it. To learn more, visit HUD.gov slash fair housing. That's HUD.gov slash fair housing. Or call 1-800-669-9777. 1-800-669-9777. A public service message from HUD in partnership with the National Fair Housing Alliance. Welcome back to the Florida Roundtable. Right now we've been talking with Ed Gilbert, and I'd like to get back to the conversation. We're talking about the Lifeboat Project, which is about human trafficking survivors and the next step for them. And, Ed, you were talking about a girl and her young daughter uh, who were living in their car for 18 months. The mother had been uh, trafficked, finally found herself a job at a grocery store chain here, and then saw the trafficker. 
while she was working. The store manager noticed something was awry, called around, helped, uh, you know, the trafficking things, and there was the Lifeboat Project on board. You can take it from there. Thanks, Melissa. And uh, the store manager made some phone calls and reached out to us, and we reached out to the victim, and the victim interviewed with us, and we took the uh, mother and daughter in, uh, gave them housing, bought clothes for the daughter and the mother, and, um, and now they are living with us and getting counseling, which is terrific. And the mother couldn't be more happy and feeling secure for the first time in her life in a very long time. And with our annual gala coming up on November 17th at the Alfond Inn, uh, we are going to recognize this store manager if she's able to come um, with a hero award because she went over and above, um, which we are incredibly grateful for, to make sure that her employee was safe and secure. And we just think it's incredible. It's kind of like that see something, say something right. kind of thing. I was thinking that. And, and um, we just think this store manager went way out of her way to make sure that this employee was safe and uh, in an environment that works. And now the store employee has been transferred to a different store and so forth and so on. And, and it just makes our hearts incredibly warm. And this young lady wrote us a, a text that would just make you cry from from how heartfelt it was written and how safe she feels for the first time in a very long time. So it's just another example of what happens in our community and what happens in the state of Florida, because Florida is also the third worst state in the United States for human trafficking behind California, who is first, and Texas is second. Hey, Ed. It, it, Ed, what can we look for? Just just a little sidebar, left turn here. But it's, I mean, I have a feeling I walk past people who are being trafficked every day. Well, you probably do, Melissa, and you have to look for, for certain signs. You have to look for older men with very younger women or girls by their side where the girls, their heads are always down. They don't say anything. If you're in an elevator... The girl may be a little more well-dressed than she should be. There's no eye contact. Um, the man always speaks for her. If you're in an airport or on an airplane, um, there are just sides of that. If you're at a hotel and you see an older guy with a younger gal, uh, it's probably pretty suspicious if the young gal is just making no eye contact or doesn't say anything. Um, Jeez. it was interesting. I think a friend of mine the other day, this was really an interesting story. There was a couple coming back from a trip on an airplane and it was a man and woman, uh, coming back from the islands. And there was maybe a 15 year difference in their ages, which is not dramatic particularly, but as soon as the, they got on the plane, the woman slept the entire time. Interesting story. Hmm. So here they are the entire time, and the woman slept the entire time. So at the end of the plane trip, they were asked to stay on the airline. And 
when the woman awoke, they were taken by law enforcement to a room and interrogated because she slept the entire time and they didn't know if she was drugged. Uh, and this was a married couple, believe it or not. Oh. And, um, and, and on one hand, they were pretty grateful that, uh, but on the other hand, they were offended um, because, because there is obviously a, a greater awareness of trafficking today. And interestingly, we've done probably 100 training sessions at Orlando International Airport um, with the Orlando Police Department to look out for certain signs. And these people were coming back to Orlando International Airport. And um, so on one hand, you can understand that there's a greater awareness of particular human trafficking traits. And on the other, you know, here's a couple that let's say he was in his 50s and she was in her late 30s or something. And uh, they were they were really annoyed on one hand and kind of understood on the other. Um, there, there are hand signals that we have distributed um, that if the victims know the hand signals, you would look out for them that in essence make an H and a T um, that we distribute. And you hope that if they do and somebody knows what that hand signal is, you would go to the, the closest police officer and make them aware. Um, but I'm just telling you that it is incredibly prolific and, it's the second worst illegal industry in the world, uh, only second behind drug trafficking today. Last year, it made over $150 billion in revenue. Can you imagine $150 billion of revenue globally? And now it's surpassed illegal gun sales, and it's second in the world, Melissa, second. Mm. Uh, the lifeboatproject.org slash events. Um, you mentioned November 17th. You have an event coming up here in the Orlando area. If you yes, want to if you want to help support the local businesses or reserve a corporate table or just make a donation, info at lifeboatproject.org. That's the best way to go about it. Ed, we're just about out of time. Any okay. Anything else we need to cover here? You know, Melissa, one, thanks for having me. Um, it's wonderful to get involved. It, it, it can happen to anybody. There's no socioeconomic plateau. It can happen to the wealthy. It can happen to the middle class. It can happen to anybody. And uh, we hope we see each other. We still have individual tickets left, which are $350 a ticket. Corporate tables are $2,500 for a table of eight. It's a great cause. It's a fun night, and uh, we hope people will get involved and help the cause. Again, lifeboatproject.org for more information. Ed Gilbert, thank you so much for what you do, and thank you for helping out with human trafficking survivors. Thanks, Melissa. Thanks for having me. You're listening to the Florida Roundtable on the Florida Talk and Entertainment Network. Welcome back to the Florida Roundtable. I am Melissa Fox. And teen suicide, never more prevalent than the pandemic. And we've got an expert in the field to talk about it right now. Here's Amy Knight, president of Children's Hospital. Thank you for joining us today on the Florida Roundtable to talk about such an important topic. 
Well, today we have a mental health care system for kids that's essentially fragmented and broken. So we've we've not invested enough in it, and that's the first step we'll need to take is to invest more in the resources we have available to kids. If we look at the continuum of care for kids, which just really means from when they might be um, diagnosed to how you treat them, um, we need investments along that. So our workforce is, is highly underdeveloped. In this capability, so you know, oftentimes we hear that um, we have only 20% of the adolescent psychiatrists we need, which is definitely true. But importantly, and equally important, is is thinking about the resources we might need before a child needs a psychiatrist. Most children will never need to see a psychiatrist, but we do need to invest in a community-based and school resources, whether that's counselors. Um, licensed medical social workers, other sorts of therapists, or just resources kids need to uh, both improve their resiliency in mental health, but also to treat it once it is diagnosed. We're talking with Amy Knight. She's the president of the Children's Hospitals. So what are you doing to, um, you know, confront this crisis? So we have um, been, for lack of a better word, sounding the alarm, which is an initiative that we introduced about a year ago. And it's gotten a lot a strong response. Excuse me, a strong response from um, from both legislators and the administration. And so, when we think specifically about legislation, um, there's been a lot of bipartisan support and many bipartisan bills that have been introduced in this past year. I think to highlight a couple of them, or maybe three of them, are investing in kids' mental health now in the Senate. Um, there's a companion one to that in the Senate, also called the Healthcare Capacity for Pediatric Mental Health Act both of which focus on um, resources in terms of infrastructure and programs for kids. And then in the House of Representatives, we have Strengthen Kids Mental Health Now Act, which, again, a bipartisan piece of legislation that focused not only on infrastructure but also on increasing um, reimbursement for for mental health services for kids, which is another desperate need in order to support and sustain the system. And you can go to soundthealarmforkids.org to learn more about this initiative and others as, as we continue to, to elevate um, our children's mental health. Amy, thank you so much for helping us out with this crisis of teenage suicide. And don't forget about our veterans. Either way, thank you so much for joining us today on the Florida Roundtable. More conversations coming up right here on the Florida Talk and Entertainment Network. Do you need to get your hands on some extra money right now? Maybe 25000 or more? If you're a homeowner, now is a perfect time to get cash out while homes in many neighborhoods like yours have gone up in value. You can use the money for anything. It's yours. You can buy an investment property, pay off higher interest debt, or make home improvements. If you need $25,000, $50,000, or more, now is the time. Home values are up, and so is your equity. We offer you a way to use it. No need to use your savings. Call New American Funding now and see how much cash out you can get. Call 800-712-8082. That's 800-712-8082. NMLS 6606. www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. This is not an offer or commitment to lend. Subject to borrower and property qualifications. Not all borrowers will qualify. Terms and conditions apply. Equal housing opportunity. 
Looking for cheap flights or cheap tickets? Call the low-cost airline Travel Hotline now for prices so low we can't publish them anywhere. We'll even save you money with cheap travel deals on hotels, rental cars, even complete travel packages. Call us first for the absolute cheapest prices on U.S. and international airline tickets and hotels. 802-341-4542. 802-341-4542. That's 802-341-4542. Hello, friend. Al Purnell here, the sausage man, for Purnell's Old Folks Country Sausage. People ask me how Old Folks Sausage got its name. Well, Old Folks was my daddy's nickname. He got it when he was a little boy, being around the old folks and listening to their stories and learning things. That's how he learned to make great tasting sausage the old-time way, and that's still how we make it today. Try Purnell's Old Folks Country Sausage, because it's good. Florida Roundtable, and believe it or not, our nation's blood and plasma supply has still not recovered from the pandemic, and it's also in desperate need of donors from different racial and ethnic groups. Did you know, though, only less than 20% of all blood donations currently come from communities of color? That's according to the American Blood Centers. With that in mind, please welcome my next guest, Dr. Courtney Fitzhugh. She is a physician with the National Heart, Lung, and Blood Institute. Hi, welcome to Florida Roundtable. Hi, thank you for inviting me to be here during Sickle Cell Disease Awareness Month to talk about the importance of giving blood. So give us a little background. First of all, sickle cell uh, disease, no substitute for blood donations there, right? So what do we, what do we need to do? What, wh- who needs the alert? People of color, communities of color needs to step up. Is, is that part of what's going on here? That's right. There's more than 100,000 Americans living in the United States with sickle cell disease, primarily of African descent. Sickle cell disease is a disease that people are born with, and it impacts the red blood cells. So normally red blood cells are shaped like a donut, and they easily move through the blood vessels. So with sickle cell disease, the, the, the red cells are shaped more like a banana, and they're stiff, and they get stuck, and they aren't able to deliver oxygen to the organ. So patients have severe pain and complications such as stroke and heart failure, and the blood transfusions are really important to try to um, prevent anemia, and prevent stroke and other complications associated with sickle cell disease. Wow. Now, the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services recently launched a new program, a campaign to raise awareness called Giving Equal Living. Giving Equals Living. And uh, can you tell us a little bit about that, doctor? That's right. It's just uh, we really want to increase awareness about the importance of a steady supply of blood, which is essential to the health of our nation and our communities. Every two seconds, someone in the United States needs blood for disorders like sickle cell disease, but also surgeries and serious injuries, but only about 3% of eligible people donate. But we also want to make sure that people are aware about the importance of diversity in the blood supply. I mentioned that people with sickle cell disease are primarily of African descent, Mm -hmm. and when uh, African Americans donate, the blood matches better and there's less complications associated with the transfusion. Oh, so how do we get the word out? Um, this giving equals living sounds like a great campaign, but how do we really reach the people that we need to reach? Are there going to be community programs uh, in the churches and the communities themselves? What's the goal? I mean, what's what's the plan, not the goal? I know the goal. <laughs> <laughs> so to find out more information, it's 
your, your listeners should go to hhs.gov forward slash giving equals living to learn more and to find a donation center near you. Can you say that again, the uh, website, please? It's hhs.gov forward slash giving equals living. Now, I know that we were going to talk with Dr. Gary Gibbons, who uh, is the director of the National Heart, Lung, and Blood Institute of the NIH. NIH. I said it right. Yes, that's correct. Uh, is that make him your boss? Uh, yes. Oh, he's your boss. Okay, but he's also living with uh, sickle cell, is he not? Uh not that I'm aware of. I'm looking at this. Okay. Oh, no, we're talking about Heather. That's who got it. I got it. Sorry, I'm yeah. looking at the paperwork here. Don't worry. This doesn't all go in the interview. Um, all right. So despite the need, <laughs> despite the need, oh, just uh, I'm looking at the paper. I've got two different. Remember, I started off telling you I had a bunch of different papers because uh, Mike changed things on me. All right. Let's get back to this deal. You taught me something. I had no idea. What's that? <laughs> No, I said, you taught me something I had no idea about. <laughs> no, 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 no. All right. So uh, anyway, let's go back to this mess here. All right. So it's easier for people of color uh, when they donate blood, it, it's easier to help with the sickle cell disease because there's not as much uh, change that needs to be done to the blood. Do you understand that? I have no idea what I'm saying at this point. <laughs> Well, the, what I was trying to say is that um, people of African descent, their blood matches ah. certain proteins on red blood cells, and they match better uh, with people of, with, with sickle cell disease. And with the better match, there's less complications associated with the red blood cell transfusion. So that's why it's really important to increase diversity in the donor pool. There she goes. She got it. That is our doctor, Courtney Fitzhugh. She's a physician with the National Heart, Lung, and Blood Institute, an expert in blood donation and sickle cell disease. And, um, you know, here's the thing. What do you think keeps people of color or communities of color from donating blood? Is it just the fear of things that have happened in our past? I do think that there is a fear um, of, of ne a lot of people don't like needle sticks, and it's important to know that they try to make the procedure as painless as possible and as quick as possible. But I think the main uh, thing is people are importance of, of, of donating blood and saving lives. Well, then that is the deal. You guys got to get out there. Giving equals living. Everybody, people of color, all ethnic backgrounds, we got to make this work here, especially because there are people who are still suffering with sickle cell disease. No substitute for blood donation. You've got to do it and help provide these life-saving measures if you are able. Um, so that's about the deal there. Giving equals living. And again, the website, please. HHS.gov forward slash giving equals living. Please go there to learn more and to find a donation center near you. Thank you so much. And I really appreciate your patience uh, with explaining this to me. Um, it's very important, folks. Diversity is needed in blood donation. And you get more information, just like she said, right there on that website. Thank you so much, Dr. Fitzhugh. It's been a pleasure talking with you today on the Florida Roundtable. Thank you for having me. You're welcome. You're listening to the Florida Talk and Entertainment Network. Paul Del Ponte, who's the executive director of the National Crime Prevention Council, and McGruff the Crime Dog are here with us today to share more. Welcome, Paul, and welcome, McGruff. Great to be with you. Sure is. Let's start with you. How bad is the counterfeit problem, and who does it affect? The counterfeit problem is massive, and it affects everyone. Fake products 
ranging from uh, fake pharmaceuticals, sporting goods equipments, things that are designed to protect us, car parts, medical supplies, a whole host of things are being manufactured as knockoffs. They're not safety inspected, they're not safe. They can be dangerous, they can result in injuries and even death. And let's talk a little bit about Paul, again, how big the actual market is for fake products worldwide. Give us the numbers. Well, the, the, the uh, market for fake products is expected to tr reach $1 trillion this year. That's bigger than the economies of some whole countries. It siphons off monies from American factories, American jobs, and American workers. And so it also affects, it has a huge economic impact, as well as puts money in the hands of criminals. And McGruff, we want to welcome you back. Thank you What's so much. new with you? And tell us, who is Scruff? Well, our newest campaign for the Go For Real, I'm working with my nephew, Scruff. And we've been working together since the early 1990s. And partnering together, we've been sharing with not only boys and girls, teenagers and adults, how you can make your communities a safer place to live and to give crime and drugs kind of a going away party. But uh, for this particular uh, event that we're doing today, this campaign is called Go For Real against uh, counterfeit uh, objects that are being made. And it's not the real thing, it's counterfeit. And what we're doing in this new PSA is you're going to see a new me, you might say. And it's in 3D. And so Scruff uh, is meeting a McGruff there, but it's not, it's an imposter. It's not the real me. And uh, soon Scruff finds out that, uh, hey, you're not my uncle. And the fake McGruff tries to kick him out, you might say. And that's when I step in and we try to tell people, you know, we have to be careful about what's real and what's counterfeit. And uh, so then we explain, the, explain uh, the importance of saying no to counterfeit items and only go for the real thing. And Paul, now that McGruff is back and he's addressing e-commerce, um, what is the strategy for McGruff to take a bite out of this crime? Well, we are hitting e-commerce because that's where a lot of fake products are sold. So in addition to seeing a lot of McGruff on TV, and we're glad for that, hearing him on radio, you're going to see him on social media sites because that's where a lot of the fake products are sold. And McGruff has to be everywhere the criminals are. And that's how we're going to take a bite out of this crime. And tell us how viewers and family can take a bite at a crime and what we can do to learn more about it and where we can get more information. You can get more information by go, going to our website, ncpc.org slash goforreal. You'll find games, information uh, brochures, the, the, uh, wet, the PSAs, and other helpful material that you can help yourselves, your children, and everyone learn how to be their own dupe detective. Well, Paul McGruff, we want to thank you so much for taking time to speak to us. And I know our viewers have enjoyed this interview. And thank you again. Well, thank thank you. you. And thank you for listening to the Florida Roundtable. I'm Melissa Fox. If you have ever thought about remodeling your bathroom but were worried it would take too long or cost too much, then stop worrying. Right now, Jacuzzi Bath Remodel has designed a collection of high-quality custom products and perfected the one-day remodeling experience so you can enjoy your new bathroom faster than ever before. It's a worry-free bath remodel from the most trusted brand name in the business, Jacuzzi. 
A jacuzzi bath system fits in your existing tub space. It's a no-mess installation with an amazing style selection, factory-certified installers, and a limited lifetime warranty. Call 800-517-6580. 800-517-6580. Right now and get 50% off installations with no interest and no payments for 12 months. Replace that old bathtub today with a walk-in shower for a safer bathing experience. If you have lived in your home for over 15 years, it's time to remodel your bathroom. For a virtual or in-home appointment, call 800-517-6580. That's 800-517-6580. 800-517-6580. Are you a homeowner and need extra cash to pay off debt, medical bills, education expenses? Or are you planning for retirement? Homeowners like us have most of our money tied up in our homes. But what good does it do if you can't access your money with a real-life checkbook? Easy Knock offers a new way of getting cash out of your home. They buy it from you, and you stay in your home as a renter. And depending on your program, you can also buy it back at any time. If your credit score is not perfect, don't worry. Easy Knock can still help you get the cash you need. If your home is valued at $100,000 or more, take five minutes of your time to learn how to convert the equity in your home into cash. Give Easy Knock a call right now. 800-382-7624. Shortness of breath, patients confused, temp 102. He just had an infection. What's going on? Coming septic. Antibiotics started. Bed ready, let's move him. Infections can lead to a deadly chain reaction in your body called sepsis. Very quickly, sepsis can cause tissue damage, organ failure, and even death. If you know the risks, can spot the symptoms, and act fast, then you can get ahead of sepsis. Learn more at cdc.gov slash sepsis. My muscles ached. I was tired all the time. My son had a full-blown asthma attack. It came out of nowhere. The unsettling thing about some symptoms is... I had a fever and these terrible headaches. You don't always know what's causing them. It was Lyme disease from a tick bite. I had Zika virus from a mosquito. He had a reaction to cockroach allergens. Threats to your health can come from unexpected places. Get the facts. Visit PestWorld.org. A public service message from the National Pest Management Association. You've been listening to the Florida Roundtable, a news and public affairs presentation of the Florida News Network. The views and opinions expressed during this program are those of the participants and do not necessarily reflect the views of this station's management, ownership, or sponsors. For questions or comments, write to Florida Roundtable at fnnonline.net.